Whistleblowers reportedly turning over what Republican investigators say is proof the big guy, mentioned repeatedly in connection to Hunter Biden's overseas business deals, is his dad, Joe Biden. A text exchange from 2020 involving one of Hunter Biden's former business partners, James Gilliar, confirms years of speculation about the identity of the big guy. The New York Post reports in an earlier 2017 email, Gilliar outlined the breakdown from a profitable Chinese deal involving Hunter, President Biden's brother Jim, and a 10% cut for the big guy. We're talking about politically charged deals involving individuals that want something from a vice president, Joe Biden, and certainly now wants something from a President Biden. President Biden repeatedly denying any involvement or knowledge of Hunter's overseas business deals, mounting evidence from Hunter's laptop suggesting otherwise. A voicemail from 2018 suggests the president did have knowledge of his son's overseas business transactions. I thought the article, at least the thing on online, is going to be printed tomorrow times was good. I need to clear. The New York Times article mentioned in the voicemail details the fall of a disgraced Chinese oil tycoon Hunter Biden worked with. Good afternoon, everybody. The White House not answering questions in the wake of the Times article. I am not. The United States of America is the most successful nation the world has ever known. I think that's largely because we're the freest nation. Humans cannot reach their potential, cannot realize their dreams unless they're free. If prosperity were easy, everybody around the world would be prosperous. If freedom were easy, everybody around the world would be free. If security were easy, everybody around the world would be secure. They are not. None of this is going to be easy. But this is the United States of America. It takes an extraordinary effort. It takes extraordinary commitment. It takes extraordinary strength. The Valley Forge wasn't easy. Going to the moon wasn't easy. Settling the West wasn't easy. We are the American people. We have seen difficulties before, and we always overcome them. This is about rolling up our sleeves. We might have some differences, but at Americans putting our head down and getting it done. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are live. Let's let me uh, let me say welcome to the show. My name is Mean Dupree. Let me introduce you to the Godfather of Conservative Radio, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr. Uh, good morning, everyone. Good afternoon on the East Coast. You know how it is. Here we go again. And the Angel of Airwaves, late, late, late. Miss um, Angel Fleming. Excuse me. First of all. I was on in time. Get out of here. Wayne is like, you guys take it. I'm in the middle of smoking some meats right now. You guys just run the show. I'm going to get in a manicure. I'll be back. Go ahead. I got to change out of my Superman costume. Go ahead and run the show without me. Yeah, she was saving that up, boy. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. She was and where did you get that hat? Because I need one. I know. I like this one. I the only thing is, look, that one's it looks sharp. Like a- it looks like this a bird nice. shit on it, though, on the top there. The, the bird. You know what? Hold on, man. <laughs> wow. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. He's smoking meat. He's oh, wait done. a minute. Yeah, wait, yeah. He's, no, he left. You, he left. How'd you we get? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, good, good, good. <laughs> get rid of Hutch. <laughs> well, I, 
I got rid of myself. I thought I got rid of Hutch. So here I am. like, hey, Angel Sides, we got that. Wait a minute. Hold on. Both of them are up there. I was going to make a joke. Like, Hutch can only appreciate things that have mud on it, you know, being ground pounding <laughs> army and all that. Right. right. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> before, before, before we get into the show, let me let you know. Let's see. It's August 1st. Let me let you know that today, this show is being brought to you by Anthem Tax Services. Uh, we've been talking about them all month. If you owe $10,000 or more to the state or the IRS, you can call Anthem Tax Services, 888 5215. You're going to do it again? No, I can't. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, visit Uh They are. Uh, Experts in, well, actually, they have been representing clients with over $650 million in tax liability. Um, if, you know, if you're looking at things and you see things are not, and time is not on your side, especially with them giving $80 billion in new IRS funding. Uh, so you don't have to fight the IRS alone, state or um, state or Right. Yeah, the IRS or the federal state. state yeah. Just go ahead and call them 888-521-3552 or visit taxhelpway.com. And Hutch, they got a really big benefit. I mean, well, guarantee. Yeah, if you're uh if you're really convoluted and got real problems and they look at it and they say, you know, there's nothing we can do about this after you've already paid, they've promised to refund 100% of your money. So, that's right. That's always that's right. good. You look at the resources being put in it's not just government agents. Every right. bank now has a team checking out their money money laundering situation. And with that refund, you can get yourself to a non-extradition state. <laughs> non-extradition country. Go ahead and sayonara. Also, um, as of today, uh, Angel knows a whole lot more about this that she could even bring this to. But, yeah, we are affiliated with Mammoth nation.com now you i'm so go, excited you can i'm use so that excited link. that they finally brought on okay sweet yeah you can use that link right down there hashtag wd show you it the hashtag is included in the address uh, so hashtag wd show and um look and at ladies the and gentlemen so yeah. i'm so glad somebody came up with this idea because when i was in the military i wanted to do something like this so i'm glad mm -hmm. somebody finally did it I was trying to, I was like, I don't even care if somebody steals my idea. Somebody has to do this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the pro-America alternative to Amazon. That's what this is. Mm -hmm. And the more you visit these websites, the more they'll attract American-made, American-supporting vendors. So right. if you're tired of your money going to uh, evil, corrupt corporations like right. the Amazons and the Walmarts and all of that, Mammoth Nation does the the ethics thinking for you. They're looking out for how you spend your dollars to make sure you're not funding your enemies while just shopping for your regular everyday stuff. So I'm so glad you finally got a code for this way. And this is exciting. Everybody visit Mammoth Nation. Check it out. Show your support. Um, you know, gifts and, and things like that. We just need to, oops, survival and emergency. They got everything on there. Yeah, just um, look at those is, categories. Those, those categories are pure America. Exactly. America. exactly. You got and steak and grilling. Provides. You got... Spirits, wine, and cigars, man. Yep. Hunting. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, and and one more thing before we get into the news, they provide a marketplace 
where all conservative companies allow individuals to get discounts and deals on American and veteran-owned and managed businesses. This is the way that you can make your voice known. You know, many people so are like, selling, I, so I don't want to shop it. products on there too then. We got we to gotta, we gotta have our own Wayne Dupree shop. Many people say, I don't want to um, um, support that what company, what company. Well, this place puts them all in one place for you. And they and with your membership, you can get up to 50% off, 40% off, 15% off, 20% off here. And they have a whole lot of sales for for their uh, for American Patriots. So um, that's something to check into. Seems like an exciting time to be around. You know that? I mean, I know, yeah. no, nobody knows what's going to happen in the next day or week or month. But I just have a feeling it's it's palpable. I mean, it, it seems like we're starting to get some wins as a culture, not not as a by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I rejected the Republican Party this weekend. I am now unaffiliated. <laughs> Welcome uh, to the club. Welcome it, to the club. I am I am also unaffiliated. It's bigger yeah. than that, though. It's much bigger than that. This this is something I, I just feel how'd you come to that? I don't know. I've just seen several different articles in different subjects. There wasn't a final areas. straw that made you pull the trigger over the weekend. There wasn't a that's it. That's it. That God darn it. You know, I'm that's it. I've been on the website four times. I finally found the right URL. You know, I was going <laughs> to, this, this has been going on for a while and I just, I don't have a real strong attention span for stuff like that. And mm. I tried for 10, 15 minutes. I had to get out of here. I'm done with this. So finally I just found the right one on the weekend and I, uh, the Republican party, you see the things that are going on and it's like, come on, man, that the RNC is not going to pay Trump's bills. If he announces before the midterms, screw you people. I saw that. I saw that. And I mean, bottom line, they are basically saying we own you. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you another thing that got me too was angel. What you said, when you said that if you are a Republican, they look right past you. They don't yes. care about you. If you're not a Republican, they got to come for you. Yes. So I'm like, yes, independent on. voters are the battleground votes. And they're that, starting that's to just grow. The fact are, of the matter. Yeah. Aren't they, are they bigger than either party or, I mean, they've got to be getting close. It's gotta be close at this point. It's got to be close at this point. I'd like um, to not, see the, the RNC starved out myself. I, I, I have no use. It's for getting it. there we because too. like we, we talked about too. last week, and this has been a trend for quite some time is the Democrat party is bleeding voters, but the Republican party isn't picking anything up. Right. You know, Trump may have been a, a a brief blip in the, in the landscape there. I think Trump got some people to register Republican and I know the walk away movement, the walk away movement and like, uh, you know, Scott Pressler and them, they've been registering people Republican too. But the fact of the matter remains, this is America. We declared our independence. You need to declare your independence from your party because they take you for granted. You can still vote for for Republicans a hundred percent of the time. Yes, right, you exactly. Can. You don't exactly. lose anything. Maybe my they just email can't assume you. Later. Yeah, they and, can't assume you. They can't assume you're going to be home cooking their dinner while they're out running around with God knows who. That's, that's, that's really right. what the Republican Party is doing. They just want you to come home, take care of their kids while they go out and get some strange from the independents. Well, now we're the independents. And that's my and that's my thing about it. You know, some people are like, well, you can't vote in the farm rate. You know, no. It's yes, good. you can. The thing is, though, you don't have to go throughout the whole year connected to one party. Make them work for you. I mean, look, if they ain't working for you, if they're not working, well, if they ain't working for your vote, then they're going to be working for you when they go to D.C. Yeah, You know, something I saw. Something I saw. That's what Malcolm X says. Yeah. When I was on the website 
for Allegheny County, which is the county seat of Pittsburgh. Uh, they have eliminated the use of postmarks. There's a big banner on there. Postmarks no longer apply. It doesn't matter when it's dated. It's like, do you want this? Do you want this ballot? Do you want this ballot? Yeah, well, I don't want anything. Postmarks. postmarks were useful for more reasons than just votes. Postmarks well, prove that you put, you mailed your bill on time. Postmarks, you know what I mean? Like they, they really are doing, they're such scumbags. They're such corrupt scumbags that they are, they will literally lie, cheat and steal and change the rules of the game. Yeah. So that you can't catch them. It's disgusting. And the guy that did it here in Pennsylvania, Shapiro is running for governor and he probably might win. You know, it's like people love to be abused. I don't know what it is about these people. I want to know, <laughs> and I had to, um, President Trump came out over the weekend. Uh, I know I knew this was coming. President Trump is pissed off at how Me Oz is running his um campaign. <laughs> Mehmet Oz? That what did you think was gonna happen? What did you think was gonna I was happen? Like, I mean, I heard I heard that this guy, uh Mehmet Oz, uh spent the summer in Ireland. I haven't seen one commercial. It's all one-sided. It's all Democrat commercials. Nothing from Mastriano either. Mm. You know, it, it's just all one-sided. And well, uh, you know what? I heard. I heard Mastriano. How many of y'all out there use Gab? I How many of y'all out there use Gab? The website. Well, not for Mastriano. A long time before they got shut down. He's been on the war room a couple times. A lot. Yeah, of he came. He came out against Gab, um, trying to separate himself from from um the website gab and they've got some anti-semitic problems going on at gab i heard that too and well i mean you know i've seen you the run that. here's and, the uh, thing here's the thing you run that issue when you claim you're not going to be for censorship in any way shape or form if you're against yeah, censorship exactly. it's it's gonna get ugly if you're against censorship you have to yeah. have thick skin if you're going to be a person who likes full throttle first amendment mm -hmm. you're going to hear some things you're going to see some things brace yourself um, we used but, to have a, we used to have a nursery rhyme that covered that sticks and stones will break my bones, but names words will never hurt me. Yeah, you know it's flipped on its side now. Yeah, yeah. sticks and stones may break my bones, but misuse of pronouns will kill me. <laughs> sticks and stones are okay if you're a Democrat at a protest, but uh, words you get locked up for. Basically, basically, but Gab had a bigger issue, right? So they were on servers that wanted to shut them down. Those servers did shut them down. Then it turned out that all of the private information of everybody who signed up got hijacked. Um, so they wanted to care. It never flowed for me. Like it took yeah. me a while to get Getter to flow, but it's starting to flow now. Yeah. Getter. Yeah. Yeah. The I thing, mean, the thing that drives me cr crazy with all of these new platforms is <clears throat> even the best intentioned ones. And I'm not saying any of them had any ill intentions, but um, you're, you're David versus Goliath in these situations. Except Goliath, there's a thousand Goliaths out to kill you. It's not just Google. It's the servers themselves. It's politicians and regulations. It's, you know, they're going to go, they're going to go after any little guy. That's, that's it. They don't want you cornering their market on anything. Going, going after the little guy. Um, ladies and gentlemen, there's a, there's primaries tomorrow. Um, or two, two of the big ones, one's in Arizona. We had um, Carrie Lake on last week, I think it was last week. And uh, a friend of mine, um, we uh, we were to we worked together 
uh, over at see, America's Voice, and uh, she she one hundred percent professional professional uh, reporter uh, um, journalist got out there and she she did thing. So when I found out that she was running for the governorship of uh, of uh, Michigan, I was like, wait, what? Oh man, I, I mean, I could have an in with the governor of you know of Michigan, but Michigan, this girl is gonna be man. a badass. So, um, and then President Trump just came out for her last week, and I was like, okay, all right. So you know, she she's going in the right direction. Something I reached out to her last night, ladies and gentlemen, because she's a friend, and I saw and come to find out that the primary is tomorrow. So she can beat me up later for not having her on a whole lot earlier. But in watching what Brett and this is your guy, Brett Bear. This is Brett, your guy. Brett Maddow. Who's guy? <laughs> I'm not gonna play the whole thing, but um I, I wanted to bring her on and talk to her. Not not really to talk about that, but y'all will see exactly where we're gonna go with our questions for this candidate for governor. Okay, watch this. On Tuesday. You know, the former president's on the stump. He still talks about the 2020 election a lot, uh, that it was stolen in his words. Mm -hmm. There are other gubernatorial candidates like in Arizona who use that as a big part of their campaign. Uh, do you think the 2020 election was stolen? Well, it's certainly a concern to a lot of folks here in Michigan because of the way the election was handled by our Secretary of State. She did things that were considered unlawful by a judge. We have to make sure our elections are secure and what happened in 2020 doesn't happen again. It was obviously a different election. We had COVID going on. There was the opportunity for changes to be made. This Secretary of State made those changes, sending out absentee ballot applications to everyone in the state, bringing in Zuckerbucks, reducing the signature match. We are calling for common sense election law in the state of Michigan. The legislature already passed this. The governor vetoed it. She's very against voter ID. We think if you don't like voter ID, there's a question as to why you don't like voter ID. So there were definitely things in the 2020 election that have left us concerned about how it was operated. Yeah, but Joe Biden won Michigan by 154,000. Ladies and gentlemen, he was supposed to have her on to talk about being a candidate for governor in Michigan. <laughs> and he turned it into an attack on President Trump. Not, not asking her what she was going to do for the state. How was she going to tackle this and tackle that and stuff? It's worse than that. He literally, she literally just laid out how one could claim that Biden won those votes. She literally laid it out how one could fraudulently claim that. And then he just Stepped right in it. He's like, yeah. It's like he wasn't well, even. Biden won by hundred thousand votes. She was yeah, saying, yeah, we have these science. issues. We have these issues, and then he said, "But the result of it cannot me, be disputed." <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Let me bring on Tudor Dixon, ladies and gentlemen. This is this is a special friend of mine. She, um, I mean, we're I've known her for what the last four, four or five years, and whatnot. Yeah. But I am so glad to have you here. I um, and I want you to know that uh, I'm not going to throw you any softball questions because I want you to let the people know what you want to do for the state of Michigan. This doesn't have any, I mean, and, and look, God bless president Trump for, for, um, for endorsing you, you know, but this doesn't have anything to do with all that mess. 
I want to know what you want to do for mission because we know what Whitmer done, has done. Yeah. We know the, the, the overreach that she did for the people in Michigan. So um, first off, why, why do you, why do you want to be governor in Michigan? Well, exactly what you just said, the overreach, uh, it goes beyond COVID though. So in the state of Michigan, I come from, uh, you know me as a broadcaster, I also come from a manufacturing background. My, the majority of my career, I spent in a steel foundry that my family owned in Western Michigan. And so we saw how the government affects businesses. I saw it on a daily basis, but Governor Whitmer's bureaucracy has gone after businesses. So you saw what happened in COVID, during COVID yeah. in the state of Michigan. It's much worse than that. The way she continues to crush businesses in the state is horrible, but also education. That's our foundation. That's our future. That's where, you know, if we, we don't have it right in education, then we're not going to have a future in the state of Michigan. And right now we don't have it right. We're 38th in the nation, but we're on track to be in the bottom five states in the nation by 2030. We are putting kids on a wrong path right now. We want no wrong path for any student in the state of Michigan. So we want to bring parents into the, the conversation, but also instead of funding systems, we want to start funding students. You know, um, a lot of people talking about like the, the, um, the neighborhoods that look run down, um, um, that uh, seem people are being driven out of the, of the state. Well, not driven out. They're leaving um uh drug drugs drugs might be up uh and all this under under Whitmer how will you tackle these situations yeah we have three of the most dangerous cities in America and when you talk about drugs we had the highest number of overdoses we've ever seen in the state in 2021 we also have a governor right now that has supported the spirit of defund the police and we know that in states where the highest elected official is supporting defund the police, it's it's hard to get police officers to work there. It's hard to get police officers to stay there. And we also see an increase in crime and we see an increase in homicides. So if we look at Detroit, Detroit was just, I don't know if you'd say awarded, but they were just listed as the third highest homicide rate in the nation. This can be directly correlated to the actions of the governor who has not supported our a strong police force in this state. So we've lost police officers. Police officers tell me we're being ambushed out there. There's no support for police officers. We've got guys that say, you know what? I don't want to be on the job anymore. I'm going to check out. I'm, I'm going to retire early. We can't get new people on the force. So we're going to come around the police officers. We're, we're strong. I'm very strong on law enforcement. I've been endorsed by the Police Officers Association of Michigan. We want to make sure we have creative ways of getting police back into the force here in Michigan, bringing folks in here, making sure that they know that we have their back. We're going to incentivize them there and then incentivize them on the back end. We're going to take care of you too. Once you do retire, we're going to figure out ways to make sure that Michigan is the best place for police to come live and take care of us. Thanks for coming on the show, Tudor. I'm Hutch Bailey Jr. Uh, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I like the steel background, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to ask you the same question that I asked uh, Carrie Lake. Uh, recently, we watched uh, John Cornyn and 14 other Republican senators bring forth a red flag law uh, concerning gun control. How would, and we've also seen some prominent governors support red flag laws. And I just wonder, how would Governor Dixon come down yeah, that's not laws. how we feel in the state of Michigan. We are not, a, we're not going there. No red flag laws here. We want to make sure we have respect for our second amendment. Um, I'm a constitutional carry governor. 
we were out at a gun rights event um, on Saturday, actually, with a bunch of women who were training to make sure they learn to use their gun properly. We've got a big advocate here in Detroit who focuses on women and being able to defend themselves. As a woman, I want to make sure that I always have that option. So that's we're not going to be supporting red flag laws in the state of Michigan. Mission accomplished. You know, um, I, I watched a documentary on Flint, on the Flint um, police floor. Um, did you see it? Did you watch it too? Or 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 have you? Oh, not on the Flint police force, no. Okay. No, they um, they just look run down. Uh, I did not know that the community um, has the ability to vote for them to have funds or something like that. Do you know about that? That. Yeah. So okay. yeah, it's your county commission in most cases that are that's deciding. And I guess it I guess it didn't go through. And you know the uh, not only is the water still a, 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 a big problem up there too, because I know that that was a big problem a couple of years ago. Uh, is that something that you'll be addressed? I mean, has it been addressed? And if, if not, how will you uh, work with that? It has, but we have that problem actually in other areas across the state. So when and when it came out in the fall that there was a significant problem now in Benton Harbor. So what we saw in Flint, Benton Harbor actually had a, a bigger issue. And the governor at that time left the state to go campaign with Terry McAuliffe. And we know how that Ooh. turned out for Virginia. But that was something where people came out and said, well, wait a minute, you campaigned on clean water. You find this out. We actually find out that you've known this for a long time. But this was pretty big breaking news in the fall. Now, this is something that also needs to be a, a, a community focus because those funds go to the community. The community decides how to then replace those pipes and make sure. But that at this point, we need to have some state overlook because we are seeing this pop up in communities across Michigan. And I know other states are seeing this as well with lead pipes. So we do have to make sure that we do have safe drinking water across the state. Your again, your primary is tomorrow. Looking at the numbers, you are ahead uh, of your uh, opponents. Uh, what 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 makes you better than them? And we're not even talking about the endorsement. What what makes you uh, heal heals? What makes you above those opponents that me from? a little small town in Michigan that I would want to vote for you because I might be on the fence. You know, I, I don't know right. too much about Tudor, Tudor Dixon. I know I've seen a couple of videos. I know you have a family. Um, and you know, I, I see that some Republicans are hitting hard on you. I see that the Democrats are hitting hard on you. Why would I want to come over the line to vote for you? I think that people look at my background and that's why we've been successful in the campaign and bringing people on board is that I'm always listening. I'm always willing to sit down and talk to anybody about what they're experiencing. And because of my own personal experience in life, I'm able to see it in a different way than most of the other candidates. So because we had a family foundry and the foundry industry is very heavily regulated and state government was very involved in our family business. So I have a good understanding of what my fellow business owners across the state are experiencing and dealing with with state government. So when I've sat down with those folks, they say, wow, you really get it. You get it from a private sector standpoint. We believe that you can go into state government and explain that 
And then we will see a reduction in regulations and make it easier to do business in the state of Michigan. But also I'm a mom. I have four daughters. Yeah. I'm a yeah. mom of four school age kids. So everybody who went through the struggles that we went through in the state of Michigan, I walked alongside those folks and we went through some pretty serious struggles because this governor kept us locked down longer than any other governor when it came yeah, to did. restaurants and schools and kids being right. out of sports. And so I understand what our kids need to catch back up. But I also mm -hmm. understand from an education standpoint what it means to parents to make sure there's no wrong path for a child in the state of Michigan and making sure that all of our schools are back on track. You know what? You talked about overreach, too. You, uh, you talked about Whitmer with the overreach, how, you know, again, me, outside, outsider, uh, in a town in Michigan, how do I know that you won't do the same thing when you get in? What, yeah. what, what assurances will you give me that you won't overreach as a conservative type of, I, because, you know, we've seen some conservative people across this country in name only and they just overreached you know they right. just they just go full they go dictator but um what will you do to to assure the people of michigan well when you take a look at the state for lockdowns for example we've already come out and we've said we won't have lockdowns again so the pandemic situation is a little bit different but we don't know when another pandemic could be coming or when we have you know, flare-ups of the COVID virus as well. So we want to make sure people know that we've committed to no more lockdowns. We also have on our website a very clear plan for deregulation. So we want to cut regulations in the state by 40% in the next four years. And that is possible. People will ask me, you know, oh my gosh, are you going to do something that's dangerous? Well, we have some situations where we have over regulation that's just ridiculous and it's too hard to open a business. It's too hard to get a license. We have a woman on the west side of the state that has a hair braiding business. She hasn't been able to afford to get the license and go through the training to get the license for hair washing. So there are wow. times when she has to send someone wow. away because she can't wash their hair. She can only braid it. Now, I think all of us probably are pretty familiar with how to wash hair. Is it necessary to put people through all of this excess training and cost to be able to, to start their own business or to expand their business. Those are the things we're looking at. We wanna make sure that it's easier to do business here, but I'll even go to the extent of having the big automakers who have said to me, it's just too difficult for us to look at opening a new plant in Michigan. We're going to Kentucky and Tennessee and North Carolina because they're in a race with us. They're streamlining that process to get permitting done. They're making sure we have a shovel ready site. They're making sure that the environmental agency is working alongside us and not against us. But in Michigan, what we can do in two to three months in Tennessee, in Michigan, they're talking about eight, eight nine months to a year. And that's just putting us way behind in the race to get to electric vehicles. And that's the race they're in. So either as a state, we're gonna say, we're going to come around you and make it easier to do business here, or you're going to go someplace else and we could potentially lose our legacy industry. Hey, Tudor, uh, my name is Angel Fleming, and I'm just going to jump in and assert myself real quick. I have a question for you. So at the top of the segment, uh, we played the interview with, with Brett Baer, and I was right there with you, girl. I'm like, yes, we need election integrity. We need to make sure it's secure. Um, the three of us here on the panel were military veterans. We know too many people who have fought and died for the privilege to vote in the United States. My question for you is, and I think you're probably getting this a lot when you're out hitting the streets and talking to the electorate, 
Um, we suspect right now the elections aren't secure. So what is your game plan for your campaign to make sure your supporters' voices are heard? Uh, what is your get out the vote campaign for tomorrow look like? In the general, are you going to have more poll watchers? What it, What is, so here's the thing. Americans are sitting at home thinking something was amiss in the 2020 election. And right. like, like Brett Baer, it's, it's sound, it's sound information. It's sound data. Shut up. Shut up. It's sound data. You know, Michigan went for Biden. Obviously Michigan went for Biden. You know, um, obviously Joe Biden has had more votes in American history than any other person. That's plain for everyone to see. So nothing's changed. Nothing's changed since right. the 2020 election. So my concern is how do rock stars like you, like Carrie Lake, how does anybody who wants to stand up for the American people ensure that they can have a fair shake at this election? Well, in Michigan, Michigan was a little bit interesting, a little bit different than what we'd seen in other states, because I saw you play that clip. We did have the absentee ballot applications go to everybody in the state. That was deemed unlawful. Yeah. The Secretary of State can't do that again. She also campaigned on signature match. We don't need voter ID because we've got signature match. We're good. We're good. And then she reduced the signature match. That was also deemed unlawful. That in and of itself, I would say when you see that you are campaigning on something saying, this is why we don't need voter ID, then you reduce that. You already know that you're reducing the security of the election. We had the Zuckerbucks come in. Michigan was the only state where this money was not monitored. It, there was no government oversight of where this money was going. Went in to get out the vote. Consultants went out on the ground, absentee ballot applications, reduce signature match, the whole thing. You can see where this is going. It's very dangerous. So how do we tell people we're safe now? Well, the legislature passed 39 laws for election integrity and the governor vetoed those. So these laws were very common sense laws, voter ID, clean up the voter rolls, no money like we saw from Mark Zuckerberg, making sure that we don't have absentee ballot applications going out to everybody. That's something we need to pass when we get into office, but certainly it will now that that didn't pass. We do have a potential um, petition that's gone out and we, and we may be able to get that through the legislature anyway, but we want to make sure that we get this election. We are, we are secure on this election. And that's going to come down to boots on the ground for us, which is something that we weren't really weren't prepared for in 2020. We didn't have enough Republicans at the polls. We didn't have enough people watching, watching those drop boxes. That's going to change. We're going to have a strong ground game in the general. We have a strong ground game coming into this primary. <clears throat> the general is going to be key because, well, as you said, we're getting attacks from all sides, Wayne. It's true. We are getting attacked from the Republicans, but we are also, we also have a $2 million ad buy against us from the Democrats who have come in and said, we don't want to run up against Tudor Dixon. So we know they're going to be really slippery on this election. We've got to be careful with them. Looking at and my, my follow-up question. Oh, sorry. I just have a quick follow-up no, question. Um, so Whitmer uh, has been making my blood boil since uh, I, I was, <laughs> I was in the military when COVID hit and we were, we also had to lock down. So I was just stuck reading these insane headlines and Whitmer was up there with Newsom and Cuomo. I mean, mm -hmm. she, in my mind, not just not just a tyrant right not just a queen in her own right behaving but to me she's look cuomo is being investigated for the nursing home genocide that he created and whitmer was instituting the same policy so my question is 
And I pray, if you get in as governor, are you going to set aside a special investigation to look into potential corruption from the previous governor? Because I think Americans right now, uh, let me just you know, clear this up. Americans right now are pissed that there isn't accountability from these elected officials who abuse power and then can just moonwalk away with a pension and their, their corrupt investments and their insider trading and, and they never get held accountable. Um, but I think, especially with the way the pandemic was mismanaged, and sure, we didn't have a lot of information at the jump, but there was also a lot of information suppressed. And it seemed like it always benefited the sitting politician. And she is very connected and ve seemingly very corrupt. Um, so my question is, when you get into office, are you going to make sure that someone like her is held accountable and ensure that someone like her can never rise to power again? Yes, and obviously that's the plan is to make sure she doesn't go on to Washington, D.C. But when you look back at what you were talking about with Cuomo, even Governor Cuomo said, OK, this is the wrong move eventually on nursing homes. I'm going to I'm going to switch my plan. I'm going to change uh, abort mission, change course, do something different. Governor Whitmer saw that. She saw that that was a bad plan. She saw that Governor Cuomo said, I'm going to change what I'm doing. She doubled down here in the right. state of yeah. Michigan. Right. I was in that situation. My grandmother was in a nursing home. It's not just that we had people with COVID dying in nursing homes. We were locked away from our families for so long that we had family yes. members that died of a broken heart. And wow. that is, and this idea that we were locked away from our family members, that will never happen in the state of Michigan either. We will make sure that we hold her accountable and we will have a family rights act that says no family member will die alone. Nice. Nice. So, Tudor, I, I noticed that your, your poll numbers uh, are on the rise. From back in the 24th of July, uh, you were up by six. And then on the 28th, you're up by nine. And then the endorsement happened. And now you're up by 25. Uh, I, I would ask, uh, confronting some of your critics, uh, when I was looking at this before the show, it looks like some of them are trying to tie you in Michigan, uh, the Devos family is a powerful kingmaker in the Republican Party, right? Yeah, yes, they've been very influential in elections. They so there are people, supportive. there are people maybe on the rhino side, maybe on the sour grape side, I don't know, that are trying to really link you with the aspect of Devos not supporting Donald Trump's January 6th position. I just wanted to give you the opportunity uh, to talk about that a little bit because I know you have differing views. Yeah, and, and that's the great thing about the family. Um, actually, Dick DeVos ran for governor in the past, and when he when they came out and endorsed, he said, you know what, we, are, we like a diversity of thought. We don't always agree on everything, but we believe in Tudor Dixon's plan, and we believe that she is the one to, to unseat Whitmer to get her out of office. And so I feel very blessed. That was, you know, when I first sat down, even with President Trump early on, he said to me, you need to get your poll numbers up. If you really want to win this, you need to go out and get your poll numbers up and raise the, the resources you need to be able to get the word out there, to get your name out there. Because I came from a place of really no name ID. And right. so I was able to do that. And, and I think that the idea, if you look at my campaign, knowing that you have these folks who have always been great supporters of Republican causes in the state of Michigan, and then you have Donald Trump together marrying that 
whole message that we can go up and defeat Gretchen Whitmer. I think that shows you that I can be the candidate that unites the Republican Party. And that's fantastic because we need to bring independents in and we need to get some of those Democrats in the state of Michigan. And I really think that we can reach over to them and bring them in. You have an event tonight, by the way, uh, as far as that goes, correct? Yes, we do. We have a teletown hall with President Trump. It's very exciting. Well, um, I know I know you're busy, and I and I know it was a last minute request, but thank you for um, for joining me. Uh, we get past tomorrow, and um, we'll we'll get that nomination in for you, and then um, I'll I'll get up there to Michigan and help you out a little bit. But um, I would love that. www.tutordixon.com. Um, last last thoughts for you. Uh, to voters or supporters out there and how they can help. Yeah, please get out and vote tomorrow. We need your vote. We need to make sure that we can take the state back. We've got a crisis in education. We can fix that. We've uh, we've struggling with cities that aren't as safe as they should be. We can fix that and we can bring back an investment friendly culture for our job creators. Please go out and vote. Make sure you support us at TudorDixon.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Tudor Dixon, gubernatorial candidate i that that's the, woo yeah <laughs> I, I like it thank you thank you so much Tudor. thank you thank you good luck ladies and gentlemen um something happened over the weekend first off get out there and support her get out there and support her make sure that um because it looks like i mean i'm not saying phone it in but it looks like she has a great chance of being the nominee then after the primary there's four other candidates out there on the Republican side. After the primary, you guys got to coalesce. Yeah. You got to yeah. get rid of Whitmer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you you got still got to show up at the barbecue the next day and be friendly with each other. So that's right. Exactly. Y'all didn't see this yesterday, but it pissed me off. It pissed me off to the highs of pissedivity. It pissed me off. <laughs> oh, that scale again. Here like we go. The placement, the placement of that T right there. Pissedivity. <laughs> Growing up in church, uh, I mean, you oh, have listened yeah. no, to all I saw three you share of this on social media last night. Go ahead. You have all three of us have some type of relationship with God, uh, church wise, spiritual, spiritual wise. Uh, and when I saw this video, it, I mean, and where it was, and her name is Britta Filter, and she is the queen of New York. That's a drag queen, ladies and gentlemen. That's not a woman. Okay. That's a drag queen. Why did I see butt cheeks in a church, first of all? You, and you also, everybody wearing a mask except for the drag queen. Did you see the that? The drag queen just marching on up to the altar with his whole butt hanging out. Just his the monkey pox. whole butt hanging out. Ladies butt and gentlemen, I, I, don't, I don't, I mean, honestly, I really don't know how. And people are jumping up clapping. That they listen to the and guy. That looked like, look like my church. 
<laughs> yeah, but it wasn't though. What denomination was that? That was like a looked like Episcopal to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope. I, mean, I hope not. I hope not. But again, I hope this is again, one of those churches that bought another church. That's really one of those fly by night things. I pray. Please don't but, be a mainline church. <laughs> it's it's it. They're but, pushing that. They're pushing the, the the gay pastor stuff, man. I mean, they, well, they've been pushing that. They've been pushing that. But in watching that, all I could think of is this is like a thumb. This is like a fu yeah. to Christianity. That's what they're this, doing. That's what they, they're I mean, doing everywhere. Years ago, they're inside God's house, making a mockery inside it, his house. Not afraid of the yeah. lightning. Just get not straight. afraid of it. Exactly. Not I'll tell you what, they try to do that in my dad's house. They're going to meet something. So you try and mess with my dad's dad, his creator. Wait, what's I was, coming from people? Oh, my gosh. My, I mean, my um, my um, my father was a pastor. My mom was Sunday school superintendent. Uh, I mean, she was born in 1923, 1924. So she's 90. Well, let's see. Well, she's 90. She's 95. She'll be 96 in a couple of months. I don't think she could even have imagined seeing this. You got to keep TVs out of her room and stuff and not let her see this stuff. <laughs> it's going to break. We used to have to do that with my grandmother. We're like, she can't see stuff like this. We need to make sure she has only like TBS. Yeah. In her TV. <laughs> you know, I mean, just and and just watching it over every day, every day, there's something, there's something happening that is, Thumbing their nose at the church, bringing the church down. Um, Beyonce, um, Beyonce came out with a song uh, on Friday or Saturday. Now Beyonce is whatever type of singer that you want to call her. She sampled Satanic. a gospel song. Yeah, yeah, she sampled a gospel hit song. It was a gospel hit song in the eighties. She sampled it on her. Um, on her album. Now, let me see. Some of the words. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, um, I was like, don't I'm pull gonna, up the image. I, I, turned on my, I turned on my my Google Chromecast last night, right? And Google Chromecast is like a, an Apple TV type situation where you turn it on and you have your apps in front of you and you just choose the app you want to watch on your TV. I mm -hmm. turned it on yesterday, Sunday, the Lord's Day, and it was all naked Beyonce on some glass horse talking about church woman mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. something. And I was like, mm -hmm. okay, what if I had a kid and a church kid turned right. on my TV? She sees a naked woman on a glass horse, which from some angle, that's not going to be pretty, first of all. Uh, but then on top of it, it's like, what What are you trying to say that this was launched on like a Sunday? It was disgusting. Anyway, continue. The, these are some of the words on that church girl song. Twirl that like you came up out of the South, girl. Get this, Liddy, on the church, girl, that the song that she sampled was a gospel hit, but she sampled this. Like a thotty, drop it. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Church girls acting loose, bad girls acting snotty. And I'm like, you're using a church song, but you, you got to look at the at the customer base, man. Somebody's eating that up. I know. You know, I saw I saw a good thing on uh, a movie I was watching the other night that we were talking about, by the way. But it, it said, 
we're never going to fix any of this drug thing. We're never going to fix any of this until 20% of the American population stop buying it. It's the same way with this. Yeah. It's, it's cultural, man. It, it's something that, <laughs> I I'll have, tell you, everybody in that drag queen church is probably loving that song. I yeah. had people, I, I had people pushing back against me about, you know, they should be happy that this song is being used, is giving God um, more um, um, prominent. I was like, no, it's not. God doesn't need to be famous. You gotta have some respect, man. You gotta, we gotta get some respect back for it. Exactly. I mean. I'm like, I don't know how this happened. This, this is, I mean, you can see it. If you look back at your youth and you see, I've, I've noticed you've done that before when you say that all of a sudden there's rap stars in the church and everything. You can it. see, you can see the movement toward yeah. this. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know. I, the thing that gets me the most, and this is not just about this subject, mm-hmm. but man, the last three years have been on full warp five speed. Give them everything you got, Scotty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the lithium crystals. I mean, it's just going so fast, you know? No, it is. It is. It, I mean, it's almost like... The trans thing. Can you imagine that we are this deep into that, that a whole political party supports this madness? Yeah. I yeah. can't even buy a smoothie, right? I went to help go after a hike um, over the weekend, support a local small business. I'm like, yeah, I'll run in, grab a smoothie. They're a new shop in town. Congratulations. You walk in and it's just trans stuff everywhere. And I'm like, what? Why? Yeah. Why? I, I, all I wanted was a smoothie from you. Now I'm never coming back. I'm, I'm the same way. It's disgusting. I don't play around, man. I, I, <laughs> I my, my patience level's gone. Yeah, it yeah. really is. I've had enough of it. I'll, I'll just check out all this, all these institutions that they want to, re- to destroy. I mean, I said it before. You know, our, our, it's not just our politics. The, the, the institutions and the corporations and the companies in this country are being run by idiots. They just are. I mean, whoever is out there running the NFL and decides that it's a good business idea to support Black Lives Matter when 80% of their customers are white, forget the racial intonations. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. Major but League Baseball mind- subjecting, subjecting alpha male fans and female fans to one month of homosexual propaganda is yeah. a good move. Somebody but thought you know that what, was a good move. You know what, Hutch? They're proving it's a good move for whatever they're trying to do because no alpha male walked away. No alpha male said, this is a final straw for me. This you know is a final straw for me. They're, they're yeah. sticking around because where else are you going to go? Where else are you yeah, going to go? And they don't want to be canceled. They don't want their their meal ticket, their money ticket. Now, now I heard I heard that coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers told and Hutch, you probably can check this out or or confirm it for me. But the coach said, you know, the activist stuff, you do that on your time. Like mm-hmm. Tomlin. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Yep. Check that out. He, he said the activist stuff, you do that on your time. But when you're on the field, you're on there to play football. Now, if that's true and you can search that out. But if that's true, I got to give him major props. I got to. Even though I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan, I got to make Pittsburgh Steelers my second, my second favorite team. If if that's the case, because I've always come out and said, if you look at these individuals and they're out here doing this activist stuff and doing it on the field, but when the vacation starts, you don't see them. 
You don't see him. You, well, actually, yeah, you do see him. You see him on their Instagram partying in the Caribbean or with their families and stuff. You don't see them kneeling. You don't see them uh, uh, working uh, in the communities, trying to uplift the communities. You only see that on Sunday when holding arms and locking arms and kneeling and stuff. I'm like, man, I ain't nobody got time for that part-time activism. Um, real quick, I went into a rant last night. Uh, you know, how people say, well, y'all can talk about this, but y'all don't ever come up with any solutions. We've come up with many solutions. Last night, I came up with a couple. And I, I want to run it by my 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 um, my cohorts here. But um, first off, I think that um, co um, com Congress lobbying should be illegal, punishable by 10 years, max in a high security prison, <laughs> $5 million fine to be paid to homeless or veteran shelters, and community service for, for 20 years. If Americans voted for representatives, what I mean, who voted for the lobbyists? It, if the representatives, representatives, if if the representatives are supposed to take our concerns up to Congress, why do you need lobbyists? They they are our lobbyists to get certain things done for the state, right? Man, the lobbyist stuff is. Illegal. I think that every news network should be fined $10 million for each lie that they push on the American people. If they can't, if they can't present both sides so that America can, because right now we have a, a lot of laziness and I hope people don't take this the wrong way, but if you do, then that's your problem. We have a lot of ignorant, lazy Americans that don't want to research. They don't want to check out anything. They just want to listen to, to one person or two people. And they, I mean, they're stuck there. We are in a nation of informed people. That's why you have Joe Biden sitting in the wild. That that's exactly nobody. Nobody wanted to be informed. Nobody wanted to, I, I, you know, the other thing is, you know, the department of justice, Wayne is not controlled by Congress anymore. Right. I mean, there's been many times where they've been. I remember the Senate was investigating the Department of Justice on oversight and the Department of Justice. Well, the Senate uh, network was all of a sudden hacked. Mm. You know, I, I mean, this is this is a situation where I think that the very the, the first the, the one of the goals has to be cleaning the DOJ up because none of those fines or sentences or hearings or charges or anything like that is going to happen until that happens. The DOJ has to, the, the, the good guys have to be the good guys. And I think the only way that you do that is you move them to Arizona somewhere. DOJ? You, you got to get it out of D.C. D.C. No, no, you're, yeah, 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 yeah. is a crippled, hey, hey, crippled city. What really, yeah. what really should happen here, because the real solution is you'll never get rid of lobbyists until you get rid of the candidates that benefit from the lobbyists. Because... That nobody's got, like we've said before, nobody's going to vote against their paycheck and they make more money from lobbyists than they do serving the United States people. So in this sense, I would support Donald Trump uh, if he gets into office. Fall on your sword, dude. Kill it all. Defund everything. Strip it down to the bare bones and make sure it will take an eternity to try and get globalists back to where they were. Where they may. Yeah. Defund it all. 
fire everyone. You only have this one shot, Johnny. Yeah. And, and you only have this one term left, right? So with this one term left, you might as well do it. Fall on your sword for the American people. Clean the out the whole year. thing. In the empty, first year. Yes. Why in not? the first year. Yes. In the first yeah. year, shut it all down. Clean it all out. Sure. Expose sure. all of the secrets. Show yep. America all of the warts it actually has. Especially the Republican side. Yes. Yeah. And purge yeah. the Start demons. Rebuilding the good Get guys. them out. Right. Yes. Right. Right. No, no, I mean, I, I agree. I, I, I mean, that's something that, oh, I, I just pray. I, I, I say that we're living in exciting times, and it's true. I, I hope it works out on our in our favor uh, because we're, there's a whole lot of people using a whole lot of energy on this, and yeah. we're three of them. I mean, let me let me throw this to you. If walls work in that part of Arizona, is this the administration trying to get? migrants to cross somewhere else like in texas what what is the plan we are not finishing a wall we are cleaning up the mess that the prior administration made we are trying to save lives this is what is this is what the prior administration left behind that we are now cleaning up let me tell you something when i heard her say that see i think she's cute i i do i really think she's cute i think she's dumb wait you need to close your eyes then close your eyes no <laughs> she's cute to me. She's but, not that cute. She's not that no. cute to be saying what she's saying. <laughs> you men, you men are so easily distracted by beauty, and women know it. Shit, her wife <laughs> thinks she's cute too. Mm -hmm. Um, but now, uh, um, but for her to say that, lady, the Democrats and the Republicans didn't give him what he needed. When he asked for it, they the one they're the ones that stopped him from finishing what he set out to do. Yeah, it wasn't him leaving it behind. It wasn't him that left it behind. It was the Democrats and Republicans that did that to him. Yeah. Joe okay, Biden, so, day one, like revoked every single executive order, stopped all funding, shut down the Keystone Pipeline. She can call it a mess. You mean you shut down a project? mid construction and you're going to call it Trump's mess. You shut it down. You stopped it. You left all right. of the scraps there not to be put up. And now yeah. she's going to say we're cleaning up the mess. No, honey, you're building a wall. Yeah. Call it what yeah, you want, but you're yeah. building a wall. <laughs> and they're building it because they just found out that more people have died coming over on and died on this side coming from over there than any time in history. More more people have died at the border. But polling out by the New York Times, but other news outlets as well, that shows the majority of Democrats don't want President Biden to run again in 2024. The latest New York Times polling has 26% who say they do want him to run. We had some reporting yesterday that the administration is keeping a close eye on potential challengers. How nervous is this White House when you look at those numbers and, and when you think about the other Democrats who are out there making their voices heard? So, the president intends to run in 2024. We are a long ways away from that. Um, I cannot get into uh, specifics of any uh, political uh, political election polling because I am uh, behind this podium. Yeah. Let, um, you've been watching the Wayne Dupree podcast. She won't get behind the polls because the polls ain't showing that uh, the polls are showing them in a bad 
a bad, a bad light. Americans don't want this guy. Literally the worst. Literally the worst of yeah, all time. They don't, they don't even want him now. I mean, honestly, if they could tuck him away in a room and give him some applesauce and graham crackers, then that's then that's exactly what they would do. She that's sounds like she sounds like a. I respectfully uh, use my right to the Fifth Amendment to the Constitution because I feel that answering the question might incriminate yeah. From me. From behind this podium, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> cone of silence. Well, let me, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we got to go. We'll be back tomorrow uh, again. Uh, if you're voting in Arizona and Michigan, Carrie Lake is running in Arizona, um, and uh, Tudor Dixon is running in Michigan. Both of these are strong um, leaders that need your vote and need your support. Angel, last thoughts, go. Happy August, everyone. Um, I hope you have a wonderful week. Um, and I just want you all to know I love you so much. Please support these candidates in any way you can. Um, and find your local candidates too. That's what's really important. You know, it's great for me in New Hampshire to love on Carrie Lake and love on Tudor Dixon, but I also need to focus on my house. Otherwise, I'm guilty of envy, right? I want I want a candidate like what Michigan has. Well, I'm not going to have a candidate like Michigan has unless I fix my backyard. So you guys need to get involved locally, whatever, whatever you can do, whatever your time and talents allow. God gave you them for a reason, and it wasn't for you to make a paycheck. It was for you to make a difference in this world. So get involved locally, find candidates near you that you can support and get behind. Um, we're not asking you to make it a full-time job, make it a weekend thing, do a weekend warrior, a couple of hours, whatever you can do. But please, please, please support local because that's going to change. That That is the, where they can't win the federal government. And we can all win together if the 50 states buck the federal government. So with that, I'll leave you. I love you guys. Have a great afternoon. If you're out there in Michigan and you're undecided, uh, there's a tele-rally tonight uh, that Donald Trump is going to be uh, involved in, so check it out. And don't forget to get the Wayne Dupree app right there right. so you can check it out. We'll see you tomorrow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're out. We'll talk to you tomorrow.